Hi guys, hello people, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's been a while, I know. <laughs> Actually, I think I've missed recording to think that this was something I did not like at all. I had to pick it up as a not a habit, I won't even call it a habit. I picked it up because we just had to do it for the cohorts, and you know, we found out it was effective and now it's come to stay and yeah here i am i actually think i've missed recording but how has everyone been how is it going it's been quite a while i think the last time we shared the podcast was in um yeah um february when we had the rib the tea series and favor shared his journey with us i hope you listened to that podcast and you enjoyed it so today is talk tuesday and if you're listening this evening um, that's great against tomorrow. That's wonderful. So you'd have, you would have been able to digest the content against the conversation happening tomorrow evening. But this is for March 23rd and it's Talk Tuesday. Talk Tuesday, we're meeting in our subgroups by 8 p.m. So today, can you guess what we're talking about? Today, we're talking about the five love languages. I know, right? We've been talking about some heavy topics lately. So <laughs> I'm sure this is coming quite as a surprise to you as to why are we talking about the five love languages or why the five love languages. But anyways, this is something that we found important and has included as part of the content we want to share with you, even though it's like a lighter topic compared to what we've been talking about in the last um, couple of weeks, which I hope you've enjoyed. Please give us your feedback. Is there any way you think we can improve? Um, is there something, any way you think we can improve? Do you have an addition, a subtraction, a contribution? Please, our uh, DMs are open for your feedback. Chat with your community administrator or any of us leaders. We are definitely open to taking feedback. Yes, before I go on, woo, do you guys know what week it is? It's our anniversary week. TPJ is one on the 26th of March. I honestly cannot believe it because TPJ started as something I was just going to do with my friends as a one-off and that was it. Let's just encourage ourselves on this journey of purity and that was it. So how we are here today celebrating our first anniversary, I have no clue, but my heart is full. I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful for everybody that's ever been a part of the court. I'm grateful to everyone in the community and most importantly, I'm grateful to the leaders because I definitely couldn't have done this alone and I'm just excited. I'm happy. I look forward like I look forward to what God has in store for us for the future and it's exciting. I'm sure we've already started communicating our plans from Friday and virtually it's the D day is actually Friday, but because it's um it's a work week yeah and it's a w- weekday we'll be celebrating from friday into sunday so thank you for coming on this journey with us thank you for being here thank you for inviting your friends to the next cohort or for everything that you do thank you for communicating for not being a silent member that's a sub for all you silent members in the groups but anyways thank you and happy anniversary to you too because you are a part of this journey for those of you who don't know my name is Ola Tony Akemi and I am a member of the Pretty Journey community so yes let's get right into today's conversation the five love languages I'm sure we've all heard of it at least most of us have and probably some of us have even taken the test the five love languages was um should I call it a psychometric test that was developed by Dr. 
Gary Chapman about 40 years ago. Over the years of him counseling couples and all of that, he realized that he more or less heard the same thing over and over again, even though in different manner, uh, manner, different examples, different styles but at the end of it the crux of the matter seemed to be the same thing and that's when he sat down and came up with this study called the five love languages and you know some people say they don't believe in it some people say they do but one thing i've come to find out that you are actually it's actually quite emotionally intelligent of you to know how to love your partner better and by the way before you um um, switch off on me saying oh this is what people are in a relationship no it's not as long as you're, you're a human being you exist everybody has their primary love language that they speak so even if you are not in a love relationship with someone you can start practicing now or aside even because you are practicing for your partner just because you want to know how to love your sibling better you want to know how to love your bestie better or those people that you call your um, that you say are important to you you just want to know how to actually love them better therefore you know one thing you should do is know how to speak their language better so it's not just for those who are in a relationship if you are single not in a relationship you should take the test and just know more about this if you are single in a relationship please know um, about this and know how to love your partner better and also how your partner now you can better advise probably you've been trying to communicate to your partner and the person just doesn't get it but now with this knowledge you know how to communicate to the person to let them know that this is my love language this is how i want to be loved and yes basically so it's actually for everyone it's not just for some people so we'll be dropping the link for you to take the test so that you are very aware not just after listening to all this and like okay so how does this help me so you take the test and you find where you actually fit in or probably you go ahead to even take the test before listening to the rest of this podcast so you know yourself when i'm speaking on each one so the five primary love and la- um, the or not five primary the five love languages are words of affirmation some actually say this is the most popular that most people um have this um, as their primary love language but well not really true everybody has what works for them so one is so without in no particular order it's words of affirmation physical touch receiving gifts quality time and acts of service i'll go over it again words of affirmation physical touch receiving gifts quality time and acts of service one thing i should mention at this point is that everyone has a primary love language that they respond to so you find out that by the time you do the test one of it will come out as um one of it will be will have the highest percentage and that's that's how you know that your primary love language you find out that the remaining four have um, different percentages probably 10 or 13 or 12 but you have one that comes up at maybe 60 percent or 50 percent your dominant primary and dominant love language everybody has that one well so the thing is we all have it but there's that one dominant one or that we all have so getting right into it because i want to make this podcast as short as possible so i'll just go through each one before i go through each one of them i just want to mention some other things so how do we what forms um this love language how how is it that toys love language is words of affirmation how is it that brown's love language is physical touch how is it that temitoke's love language or molaya's love language is receiving of gifts most times it's actually our makeup the way you are your temperament how you are that's um so you find out that some people with a certain type of temperament have um, a particular love language as their primary love language another time is actually 
um, should I say your environment and how you grew up? So I'll use I'll be using myself as an example in today's talk. So for example, I'm sanguine and choleric. So sanguine people, you find them, they are very happy, happy-go-lucky. They are the light of the party. When they walk into the room, you must notice them. They carry so much light with them and all of that. Choleric on the other hand, they are so serious and everything. So sanguine people like to make every other person happy. Like they like to satisfy where they say yes to everybody's request and all of that. But guess what? In as much as they try to make everybody happy and all of that, they require words of affirmation the most because they want to be told that they are doing well. They want to be told that, yes, oh, this is good. Uh, they want to be encouraged. They want to be affirmed. They want to be appreciated. That's one thing about um, sanguine people. So in as much as they go about um, looking like the life of the party it seems like what people say don't matter and everything actually they want to be applauded for what they are doing which sometimes is actually why they do what they do and all of that also looking at background i find out that even me personally my primary love language is words of affirmation and that's because i grew up in an environment whereby at some point i questioned being loved i um yes i I once had daddy issues and all of that, and I questioned being loved. So therefore, even till now, well, I don't know if it's because of I'm sanguine or because of my growing up um, experience and all my childhood experience that even till now, words of affirmation is my primary love language. So you find I find that I, I feel love the most when people cheer me on. And not that you are gassing me up. No, you cheer me on, you give me feedback, you appreciate me. Uh, basically, I feel loved, I feel wanted by the things that you say. So that's just an example. So um, an example for um, of what your background does to you and how it speaks to the kind of um, love language that you speak as a person. The other thing is that is that love languages do change. So you might find out, probably you've done the test right now, and then you find out that, oh, but I thought my love language was physical touch. No, the test isn't wrong. At least it's not 99% wrong. Is that over time, things have changed. So it's either right now you're with a partner that gives you the primary love language that you used to have, and therefore you've moved on to something else. So for me, for the longest time, quality time used to be my love language like quality time i just love to spend time with people that i love i want people that that love me to spend time with me but now i find out that i've moved from quality time to words of affirmation and that's because i'm with somebody who whose primary love language is quality time therefore without even asking for it he always wants to spend time with me and so because of that i don't need it anymore like it's i don't i'm not asking for you to speak that language to me to understand because i'm being given that over full in fact now i've moved on to something else so you find out that as you are depending on the person that you're with or the people that you're surrounded with you find out that your love languages um change so it also changes per season so probably for somebody who um well let me use words of affirmation again you know you've gained so maybe you're not a sanguine but based on your childhood and all of that you didn't really get a lot of affirmation so you grew up wanting words of affirmation but now you've been able to build yourself your your self-confidence is or self-esteem and self-confidence is on a very good um pedestal is so good you find out that you actually don't need words of affirmation anymore you don't need anybody to affirm you before you feel okay so you feel okay based on other things so that's it love languages do change and all of that and then the one greatest mistake that people make 
is that most times because my love language is words of affirmation most times you find out that you are loving the people around you with the same thing meanwhile the reason it is called a language is you speak what that person understands so if you meet somebody who speaks just purely french i can't be speaking english to the person because i speak english and expect the person to understand it doesn't work that way you speak the language you understand and then that's when it is a message that is when it is communication because they can comprehend the message you are passing across but 99.9% of the time even I myself I do it I find myself affirming people a lot because that's how I know how to be loved that's how I understand to be loved so I affirm my siblings I affirm my friends I affirm people around me I like to speak positive words because that's how I understand being loving but when you do get into especially when you get into a um, love relationship that means somebody you are dating or engaged to or married to please speak their language not the language that you understand I find out that by the time he is speaking your language language you are speaking his language or you're speaking her language she's speaking your language find out that things are easier communication is easier there are less fights because you're speaking each other's love language so let me just share some tips define it briefly and share some tips on what to do if you find out that this is um, um some tips as for each love language yeah so let me just go ahead and share um talk so let me just go ahead and speak on each love language in a little bit of more details and just share things of what to do and probably know what to do if you find yourself in close association with somebody with this particular love language or even probably helping you to understand better that oh okay so that's the reason why i don't like this or that's the reason why i do not appreciate this so getting right into it so words of affirmation people with words of affirmation as love language value verbal acknowledgments of affection so for them pda is not their thing but words of affection, the I love you, the words of appreciation, compliments, or just leave a note or something. They really, really do appreciate things like that. And for people like that, how you can um they lot what they expect from you is encourage them, affirm them, appreciate them, and listen to them actively. They like that. For people like that, send them notes unexpectedly, write notes and leave for them, and they will feel so loved. One of the things you want to avoid is not recognizing or appreciating an effort they've made because for them um for them uh, how they feel loved is that you appreciate what it is they've done and an effort that they've made the second one which is physical touch is that these people love non-verbal use um, of body language so they don't want the thank you they don't want the words of affirmation they don't want the appreciating what i've done with your work, mouth and everything no so probably it's a handshake a um you know a soft hug or yeah those are kind of things they like they like cuddling and of course you know cuddling does not um you know the kind of people that should be cuddling if you don't they said now from crap they enter a dance <laughs> please don't go and cuddle because you'll get into trouble so i remember when i used to really really like physical touch or when physical touch was my love language i like to be cuddled like it's not just cuddling like even my female friends i remember my mom used to feel i was weird she used to say something like are you a cat why do you like she said to your say, why to shame I like Latin my lomoyo and everything. But apparently that's my love language. I always want to sit close to her and hold her hands, put my head on her. I still do with a lot of my female friends today, and they run away from me like, Tony, what is it exactly? So maybe physical touch is one of my actually um maybe secondary love language and also they love hugs they love kisses they love cuddling holding of hands these are companies that they like pda and um you know so like i said earlier um your environment determines so if you're somebody who grew up in the west now pda is probably one thing that um you would find 
that you really love you so we'll also find out that by the time a lot of people do this test and we're talking about in the subgroup you find out that maybe you have out of 30 people one or two persons only have physical touch and like ah, uh-uh. and that's because our culture and where we live pda is not something that we are um used to touching and all those things not something but even from in the west or even in france for example just seeing each other you hug you peck twice and all of that and everything it's not what we are used to in our own culture so it might actually be innate in you but you are not aware because you've grown up in an environment whereby you see ah hugging a man you seen as a scene or something like that one of the things that people who love who have physical touch as their love language is that they do not like to be neglected physically or physically abused they don't want the opposite of that love me physically but don't abuse me the third one is receiving gifts so it's not about how expensive the gift is so it's not about oh buy me a diamond wristwatch or a diamond um, necklace or something it's actually the thoughtfulness that matters for them so the, the fact that you you went out and you came back with you know kokoro or you went out and you came back with oh i thought you love this bottle and then i got you this fancy bottle or you came back and, you know the little thing so for them it's about the thoughtfulness and the fact that they feel like you are making them a priority so if you've noticed that your mom loves to receive gifts or your best friend and everything so it's not until it's their birthday or something it's actually about the thoughtfulness and people like this never forget dates they remember the um the dates that this person um that they first started dating they remember the first day that this person said i love you do you remember the things that you count as so intangible or flimsy do you remember all those things and that's because thoughtfulness matters to them a lot so for people like that give them thoughtful gifts and do thoughtful um gestures to make them feel express gratitude also when um when you receive gifts from them and all so they also do not like when you give gifts that are not thoughtful or you forget special occasions the fourth one is quality time these guys want uninterrupted and focused conversations with you one-on-one time it's not about being in public and we're there 1000 people people like this most times are introverted so they are these um, melancholies or the phlegmatics they like to be very very introverted and they just want to spend time with you that's what they want and when i say with you they don't mean you and your phone if you can drop your phone all through the time they will appreciate it one hour they're spending an hour with them and you spend 45 minutes without their your phone and you're focusing on them they feel so their love tank is full so i'm sure you have friends like that that just feel like oh you're always on your phone or like now i know my mom likes quality time she's always complaining i'm on my phone they want uninterrupted and she's asking for eye contact when we are talking i'm like mom i can hear you go on but like that's definitely a long language and she wants me to give her that uninterrupted time so one thing you should do when you have friends or a partner like this is that create special moments take a walk don't go along with your phone and just create time with them avoid distractions they don't like to be distracted they don't like we're showing guys are spending time together and um don't go a long time without one another or without a one-on-one time together and the last but not the least is acts of service these are people that you don't need to give them anything before they serve you they just love to serve you they love to help you with anything that um that you do they just and, and for them it's about the fact that you are wanting to help and lighten the load that they carry they just love it so for some for people like that when you have them in your circle offer to do things for them they actually love it the most when they don't have to ask and you do it so go ahead and offer to do things for them go out of your way oh okay can i help you pick your laundry on you um okay i mean like can i help pick your laundry and then i'll give it to you maybe when i see you in the evening or at church like i can't even think of the as in 
the things that you even think are so random go ahead and offer to do oh the person is planning a conference and oh what can i help you do it has nothing to do with you in terms of is there a conference you're interested in or anything but it's about the person what are you doing right now how can i take up the load from you and all and actually when it's small tasks you might see it as irrelevant they love when you do small tasks for them and most importantly one of the things to avoid is that do not forget to do the small or little things that they've asked you to do so like i said again whether you're single or in a relationship having knowing how to better communicate with people with their love language is actually a show of you having good emotional intelligence or a or, or a high um eq so don't see it as well this doesn't concern me or something like that it's actually good so please take the test see where you fall and let's talk about this later in the evening take good care and happy anniversary once again <music>